Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and redeemer. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 95 on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O oh, come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways. Unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was the beginning, is now, and ever shall be world without end. Amen. Psalm 28 on page 373. Unto thee will I cry, O Lord, my strength. Think thou no scorn of me, lest if thou make as though thou hearest not, I become like them that go down into the pit. Hear the voice of my humble petitions when I cry unto thee, when I hold up my hands toward the mercy seat of thy holy temple. O oh, pluck me not away, neither destroy me with the ungodly and wicked doers, which speak friendly to their neighbors, but imagine mischief in their hearts. Reward them according to their deeds, and according to the wickedness of their own inventions. Recompense them after the work of their hands. Pay them that they have deserved. For they regard not in their mind the works of the Lord, nor the operation of his hands. Therefore shall he break them down, and not build them up. Praise be the Lord, for he hath heard the voice of my humble petitions. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart hath trusted in him, and I am helped. Therefore my heart danceth for joy, and in my song will I praise him. The Lord is my strength, and he is a wholesome defense of his anointed. O save thy people, and give thy blessing unto thine inheritance. Feed them, and set them up forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the second verse of the 22nd chapter of the book of Numbers. Now Balak, the son of Zippor, 
saw all that the Israel, that Israel had done to the Amorites. And Moab was exceedingly afraid of the people because they were many. And Moab was sick with dread because of the children of Israel. So Moab said to the elders of Midian, Now this company will lick up all that is around us, as an ox licks up the grass of the field. And Balak the son of Zippor was king of the Moabites at that time. Then he sent messengers to Balaam the son of Beor at Pethor, which is near the river in the land of the sons of his people, to call him, saying, Look, a people has come from Egypt. See, they cover the face of the earth and are settling next to me. Therefore, please come at once. Curse this people for me, for they are too mighty for me. Perhaps I shall be able to defeat them and drive them out of the land. For I know that he whom you bless is blessed, and he whom you curse is cursed. So the elders of Moab and the elders of Midian departed with the diviner's fee in their hand. And when they came to Balaam and spoke to him the words of Balak, and he said to them, Lodge here tonight, and I will bring back word to you as the Lord speaks to me. So the princes of Moab stayed with Balaam. Then God came to Balaam and said, Who are these men with you? And Balaam said to God, Balak the son of Zippor, king of Moab, has sent to me, saying, Look, a people has come out of Egypt, and they cover the face of the earth. Come now, curse them for me. Perhaps I shall be able to overpower them and drive them out. And God said to Balaam, You shall not go with them. You shall not curse the people, for they are blessed. So Balaam rose in the morning and said to the princes of Balak, Go back to your land, for the Lord has refused to give me permission to go with you. And the princes of Moab rose and went to Balak and said, Balaam refuses to come with us. Here endeth the first lesson. Benedictus S. on page 11. Blessed art thou, Lord God of our fathers. Praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty. Praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness. Praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim. Praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom. Praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven. Praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 21st verse of the second book of, uh, second chapter of the book of Luke. And when eight days were completed for the circumcision of the child, his name was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. Now when the days of her purification, according to the law of Moses were completed, they brought him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, Every male who opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord, and to offer a sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the Lord, 
a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. So he came by the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For mine eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all peoples, a light to bring revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. And Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rising of many in Israel, and for a sign which will be spoken against. Yes, a sword will pierce through your own soul also, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. Now there was one, Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phenuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was of great age, and had, a, and had lived with a husband seven years from her virginity. And this woman was a widow of about eighty-four years, who did not depart from the temple, but served God with fastings and prayers night and day. And coming in that instant, she gave thanks to the Lord, and spoke of him to all those who looked for redemption in Jerusalem. So when they had performed all things according to the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own city, Nazareth. And the child grew and became strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. Here endeth the second lesson. Benedictus on page 14. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began that we used to be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins. Through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, 
born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O God, the strength of all those who put their trust in thee, mercifully accept our prayers, and because through the weakness of our mortal nature we can do no good thing without thee, grant us the help of thy grace, that in keeping thy commandments we may please thee, both in will and deed, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us thy humble servants in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall to no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. Our lessons today are, are kind of drawn together, the two uh, old and new, on, on this idea of, of, of sight. And the story, the Balaam story, which we're going to get now for a few days this week, uh, begins, is, is has a, a thematic connection of, of, of sight that um, Balak sees Israel and is afraid. And even in the story, he, the, the word look comes again, see this, see this people. Um, and later on in the story, we'll have the, the talking donkey that, that uh, Balaam doesn't see. And the idea that they're 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 um, they they see but they don't see, and Balaam himself is given the word of God to see. Don't go with these men. You can't curse them. Uh, but he doesn't he doesn't accept that sight, and uh, he becomes uh, he becomes a, a sort of a, a a word you know synonymous with the idea of compromise for his for his own willingness to do that. We'll talk more about that. The other main theme of the, the Balaam story is that um, God is all powerful and what he has ordained in his people will come to pass and no, uh, you know, uh, might of nations or curse of 
of magicians or anything can undermine what God has ordained is going to happen. And and uh, and so it's it's interesting too in the contrast there that in a certain way the nations this is sort of a biblical theme they see Israel coming they're afraid because they know Israel is going to eventually conquer God has ordained it um, and and so what they should do is um, is submit to the God of Israel but they, but instead there there there's a conflict and there's there's an attempt to resist it to to resist God's will to um, you know, to undermine it in various ways, and that'll, ha that'll play itself out in the story. But that's a main point of this story. Nothing can undermine the, the, the sort of will and word of God from coming to pass. And it, it comes over into our New Testament lesson. What's interesting about this, uh, the, the story we have today, it gets a circumcision, which is on the eighth day of Jesus, and a purification, which is uh, 40 days after the birth, uh, we celebrate the purification on February 2nd, uh, uh, this, this where, where uh, Mary comes and offers a sacrifice for a newborn male, firstborn male. But what, what I find fascinating about this little snippet in Luke's gospel is these, these characters, Simeon and Anna, because a lot of what we read about in the New Testament is the corruption of the temple, the priests, Sanhedrin, uh, the temple is the place where, you know, all the authorities conspire against Jesus. Jesus has to cleanse the temple. And yet in this little story, we get we get an insight into a group of people who are very, very devout. A woman has been fasting, you know, for, for decades. Simeon waiting for the consolation of Israel. And because they've been faithful in their prayer and in their following of, of the Lord, God grants for them to see the Messiah. Mine eyes have seen thy salvation. And Simeon is given the prophetic word to speak the truth about this child, the fall and rising of many in Israel. And we get in this, in this whole, the whole theme of the story to that sort of Magnificat. He put down the mighty from their seat and exalted the humble and meek. God in the Balaam story is exalting Israel. He's putting down the mighty whom he's, who's, who Israel's coming to judge. And so I, I think the lesson of, of that is, is that of the two stories taken together, one to take away today is that um, what God, God's word, it, he's spoken and it will happen. His promise to us in Christ will come to pass. And it's our own humble faithfulness, being those people. There's a lot going on that we can point our fingers at, the corruption in the you know nation, church, wherever. But God appears to these faithful people who are living their lives of prayer in the temple. And it's encouragement to us to continue on in our lives of faith, to live faithfully, to, to, to seek the word of God for our lives, to try to live in that faithful way. And that's what enables us to see the Messiah in our lives and to see God's will for our lives. And when we stay in God's will and word, we see Christ and, and his word cannot be overthrown by anything in our lives, by circumstances that seem unfortunate, seem to conspire against us by any magic spell. God, whatever God's will for our life is, which is to, to grow in Christ, to, um, to participate in the resurrection and the life of the world to come, our own humble faithfulness and obedience to his word, like Simeon and Anna, will allow us to see Christ and allow that word to continue 
and, and we will participate in the promises of God through our, our humble faithfulness. So, a couple thoughts about today's lessons. We continue with the prayer for all conditions of men on the bottom of page 18. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldst be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace, and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their sovereign necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, 